guys good day how are you and how's your day going i trust your day is going pretty much well thank you so much for joining me today on the diary of a conversationist and today's in today's episode i'm talking about something that's i've been pondering upon for quite a while now let's just say for over two weeks plus since the beginning of february i've been asking myself this, this question and i've also asked a couple of people and um from all the you know the conversations I've had with people based on this uh, with regards to the subject matter I did like to share with you guys and I'd also like to have or receive your own opinion you can send me a message on on this um, podcast via anchor so basically today's topic is why do people don't have um, honest conversations deep honest conversations why are people scared of being vulnerable with the people that they care about i really don't know how to like give this thing a topic right now give this like a seamless (laughs) amazing topic right now but so it's just like a question so why are people not having deep honest vulnerable conversations why are people not having it and so from from what i gathered and my own personal thoughts as well i feel like there are some basic reasons why people don't have deep honest vulnerable conversation starting from the place of vulnerable conversation when people hear the word vulnerability based on um the dictionary meaning vulnerability seems to mean something that has to do like um like weakness you know according to oxford dictionary vulnerability means weak and easily hurt physically or emotionally right and so that's like the oxford dictionary meaning of vulnerability but personally for me vulnerability in this context of you know having to you know have deep conversations with people is you align yourself to be seen for who you are it's you align yourself to be you with the people that you care about so it's you align them into your private space you know so I don't I don't consider it as weakness you know I don't consider it as weakness but it takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable you know Brenna Brown she said vulnerability is our greatest measure of courage you know it's our greatest measure of courage and she also said that the original meaning of courage means telling your telling the story of who you are remember i said that for me i feel like vulnerability is you allowing yourself to be seen for who you are and for what you are without you know without thinking about how the other person is going to receive it you know so so for my findings why are people not having deep honest vulnerable conversations with the people that they care about no that's just you you can't i'm not urging you to have that kind of conversation with a random rep regular person you just met or your acquaintances i mean like why are parents not having these conversations difficult conversations with their children why are spouses not having this difficult conversation with their significant other why are partners not having this with their business counterparts and why are things like people that you really care about at some level why are you not telling them the truth of what is and so the first reason why I could actually, why I, why I think people are not having that is, you know, people are not honest with yourself. You know, this there's this prayer that says, "My cup runneth over." 
I feel like it's what you have more than what you have enough of now what is like the content of who you are that's what you can share if you're not able to have honest vulnerable conversations with yourself like tell yourself the truth I say that I feel like it's difficult for you to actually say that to someone else because you as a person you haven't come to terms with it you as a person you have not sat down to actually analyze or label your emotions in in that sense of what it is is sometimes so many people are not even self-aware it's not like they don't want to but they don't even know how to and they're not they don't even see that as a problem you know so most people are not self-aware they don't they don't know themselves well enough so when i mean by self-awareness i mean how acquainted are you with your strength how acquainted are you with your your weaknesses how acquainted are you with your capabilities you know do you even know what personality type you are you know those kind of things like you as a person do you know yourself well enough to be able to say when you're feeling the particular feeling you know you're able to label it and label it and identify it are you able to you know just stay with your thoughts and be true to yourself and you know a couple of you know a couple of people in this day and time they do this thing like that's called self-deception and that's like the highest form of deception ever it's not deception from another person it's you living in self-denial and self-deception for so many reasons best known to them but lots of people practice it self-deception and self-denial you know so the major reason why I feel people are not vulnerable with other people, like I said earlier, is because they've not come to that place where they are actually vulnerable with themselves. So you can't give what you don't have. You know, J.D. Sethi said one time that they conducted a survey and they discovered that people would rather prefer to be electrocuted for 15 seconds than to stay with their thoughts for 15 minutes. People don't even sit with their thoughts. And sometimes when people tell you that they are thinking, right, it's not any, any form of self-analysis or self-evaluation or, you know, trying to know themselves better so they can evolve you know but it's more of worry it's more of anxiety it's more of pressure that they are thinking about it's not necessarily what it is you know so that's for me i feel like that's one point then the next thing is why people are not having deep honest vulnerable conversation is oh a lot of people said this to me it's because that um the fear of being judged you know the fear of being judged you know um we live in this in a world where <laughs> people are quick to judge people but sometimes i also feel it's um in another way it's because you know people have like this persona that they create for people to see the persona i mean like somehow sometimes in life most people wear masks marks not in the literal sense of having something covering your face but like you present yourself in a certain light to people so in their heads and in their minds they've interpreted you to be someone that is let's just say for instance someone that's infallible someone that knows it all someone that's perfect and so you've always shown that part of people you've never really helped you've never really you know helped them see you being humane you being human you being have you having flaws or you not being perfect and so they already have that you know that's perception about you right and so to you right now having to have that discussion with someone you don't want to change the image or the picture of you that you have in your head but you can't always leave with that so in the case of being judged i feel like the answer to that is you being authentic 
you necessarily don't have to you necessarily don't have to people that you really care about you don't necessarily have to you know cover up have a mask when you're with them you don't have to have persona just let them see you for you let them see you for you you know so you won't have that um, issue of being judged then another reason why people don't have honest deep vulnerable conversations the other reason i i think is because of guilt and shame like um, brenna brown will say that um, guilt is what i did was wrong but shame is i am wrong and that stems from a place of you know not feeling good enough you know um mira sepez will say that one of the biggest challenges and the problems that you know uh, that is that the human race is constantly facing as she just paraphrases and says that is that thought of not being enough not worthy enough not lovable enough not beautiful enough not rich enough not it's just more of it's more of a um unworthiness kind of thing you know so you feel like so when people are not having that deep, this deep vulnerable conversation with people is because they don't feel they feel not good enough like if i let this person into this part of me or let them see this side of me they might not love me anymore they might not want to be with me anymore they might not want to you know you know sh- you know so this is this is this fear of you know not worthy enough not lovable enough not so it's just coming from a place of oh god i did say, okay now i am wrong as a person like as a person i am wrong so I, they might not want to deal with this imperfection or this you know this version or this part of me so i can't deal with it i can't let them see that but the truth is if you really care about a person you should actually be authentic with them let them experience and see all sides of you i f- i feel like honestly um when people come to people that are really meant to be in your life when they really come to you know see you for you i think they would still be there you know they would so it's just up to you to have the courage to be you with them and so i've mentioned three basic points or three main reason why i feel people are not having deep honest vulnerable conversations with the people that they care about firstly i said because they don't even they don't even have that with themselves so it's difficult to actually give what you don't have secondly i said for judgment reasons and thirdly i talked about shame and guilt which underneath that is deeply rooted in the sense of not being enough not being worthy and fair so um over to the next point all with all this being said i feel like coming to a place where you would want to experience that moving forward now you already know why you know it's not just it's not just good enough to you know decipher or diagnose the problem i i feel like it's also good to you know um share how that problem can be solved you know so so basically i feel how people can have start having deep vulnerable conversations with the people that they care about first of all it starts with you setting an intention setting an intention to pay attention seems like rhyme but it's not rhyme but it's always what it is like setting an intention to pay attention you know there'll always be no matter how much some people you care about them they would never really like come to you when they know they should you know for some reason some would say you know i don't want to disturb you my problems you know i know that you're really busy you know so i i feel like i can handle it on my own you know but something in them wants to come to you but they won't so it's not up to you 
to set an intention to pay attention you know communication is more than words there's non-verbal nuance there's like they're looking at you you are observing what's the what's the what's the, like the tonality of their speech what's their body language saying what's their body what's their body motions what's it saying you have to pay attention to these things and that's one send attention to pay attention and when you see those things you speak with them like be proactive take it take it up with them and like what's going on what's wrong i've been observing you you know you seem downcast you seem low you know what's happening trust me the first auto response you get is nothing i'm fine that's a lie <laughs> you know that's a lie trust me you know at some point i actually did that like like i know that not everything is not so fine and someone has is cares enough for me to ask me what's the problem and i'm like everything's fine and trust me my, my really good friends that know me so well and they're like Mm-mm, i know you spill it what's it what's it like they try to make my life unbearable till i tell them what it is and so you you wanting to have that in, in your relationship or friendship with people you must come to that place where when you actually see someone making the effort or you know making the effort to want to help you you know based on the fact that they care about you you should let them in you know you let them in what do you have to lose you know what do you have to lose let them in and so you share I'm talking from both perspectives. You are the you from the perspective of you that has been observant, that has an intention to be observant. For the other person that this person that has that is moving or propelling towards you to ensure to see that you're better, please let them in. At least somebody knocked on the door, open the door for them, <laughs> let them in, and tell them what it is. Sometimes, most of these things is, you know, there's this um adage you say that a problem shared is a problem half solved. You know, so let them know. Sometimes they might not be able to um, totally help you eradicate the problem, but they, if they're really your friends, they would try as much as possible with everything within their power to see that, you know, that thing that is bugging you to try to prefer solutions to it or try to go an extra mile to help you with it and see how. And sometimes the truth, funny thing is, the story you're telling yourself in your head might just be make, what's making that thing you think is a problem escalate. It might not necessarily be it. It might just be the interpretation that you're giving to it. So that's why it's always good to probably share with your close friends because, you know, they might be seeing it from another like perspective. You know, I always say this, that NLP teaches that nothing means anything except the meaning that you ascribe to it. So they will help you see it from another light and another perspective. So you should let them in, you know, and another way first of all i've talked about set an intention to pay attention then i've talked about you you know when you see someone trying to come to your rescue or be of help to you in that sense can you let any can you let them in then thirdly is as much as these two are much more relevant for both parties involved in that um relationship or friendship i feel like you guys should look for a way to create a safe space a safe space where people are not like the person you're coming with your friend your parent your child your significant other your business partner whatever it says they don't feel afraid to come to you you know it's create a, for me i call it like a safe heaven you know create a space where you guys can talk and so people i feel like if you have a space where you literally talk about mundane stuff first for starters you'll be able to have conversation about things that are really serious but if you don't it's like i feel like this thing goes in you know it goes in procession like it 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 graduates like 
you know you don't just start from the big stuff you don't just start from the you know very prominent important stuff i feel like if you're able to have conversations with people about things that are very mundane things that are very you know very everyday life experiences and encounters you'll be able to actually come commune or convey your your thoughts your struggles your you know your threats and everything to the other person and so it's very important that you create like a safe space where someone can actually tell you you know and not be scared that they will judge and not be scared that you take it the wrong way and not be scared that you would attack them and not be scared that you criticize them i feel like for on both ends this should be you know this should be it you know so that's that's what it is yeah Okay, so I'll just give an example. So, um, like yesterday, I was, um, I was having a conversation with a friend and, you know, so there was this post on social media and I read it out. Uh, basically, the post was about, you know, loyalty to friendship. Like, if, you know, this thing where people say, um, being enemies with my enemy and be friends with my friends. So, I, my own opinion of it was quite different. I had the opinion that... If I, if we had mutual friends and and the other of my friends were no longer friends with the person, I cannot say because the other of my friend is not a friend with the person, I would disconnect from the person as well. As long as the person has not done anything to me. Worst case scenario is we might, when we are together, we might never talk about that my other friend. We might never relate to matters that concerns the other person. But I cannot say because of you know I'm no longer you're not my friend of mine is no longer friend with this friend, so I can't be friends with them. You know, so I was asking the friends like, okay, what's your own take on on it? And he like, uh, there are many sides to it, and he didn't answer me. Honestly, I was pissed. I didn't say anything. So moving forward, like 10, 15 minutes later, he saw a post and showed it to me, and I was like, what? And he was like, what's my what's my thought about this? And I was like, there are many sides to it. I was like, okay. And he was like, are you serious right now? And I was like. <laughs> honestly i was like yeah that's what you did to me like some 10 15 minutes back and so how does it feel and so he was like oh yo 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 like i really didn't know like i was so caught up in what i was doing and you know and i didn't want to i didn't want to not just answer you because i was caught up what i was doing and so 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 i'm so sorry blah 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 and i was just smiling i was like okay i'm really sorry okay ask me the question again and everything and everything and so you know so that's like for me that's like a safe space because at that point you know we had talked about what was actually upsetting both of us i was upset he wasn't upset i was upset though so we talked about it and just resolved it you know so i feel like we should create safe space so with that being said i've talked to today on today's episode I've been able to share with you my thoughts about why I think people are not having honest vulnerable conversations. And I've also shared my thoughts with you on how we could start doing that. You know, so yeah, so that's pretty much about it. I did like to hear from you. You could drop me a message on the anchor message for me. I did like to also hear your thoughts about it. Thank you so so much for your time. Thank you for consistently listening to me and if this is your first time thank you for listening to the diary of a conversationist i did like to hear from you so on that note i would say have a pleasant and a blessed day cheers Mm -hmm.